0: hello and welcome to between the mountains travel podcast with me chris today we welcome raj back to the show he spoke to us about israel and palestine a couple of episodes ago when he was backpacking through the middle east for three or four months today he is coming back and he's going to be speaking to us about his time in jordan which i'm really really looking forward to hearing all about i hope you are too so with no further ado let's get right on into it Hello Raj, welcome to the podcast, thank you for coming on again.
1: Uh, no worries, thank you for having me again, I really enjoyed it last time.
0: Yeah, it was brilliant, yeah, really, really, really fantastic stuff. Uh, uh, I've already introduced at the beginning um, the, the the episode number that you spoke about Israel and Palestine on, and that was really fascinating to know. And I couldn't remember, yeah. how long were you backpacking in the Middle East for, about three or four uh, months, wasn't it?
1: Overall about three months, yeah.
0: Jeez, yeah, that's a decent yeah, amount of time spent time. in the place. Yeah. So you're here to talk to us about Jordan today.
1: I am, I am. And uh, so, I mean, I'll just straight off saying that this, I mean, this this country is amazing. I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's one of my, my favourite in, in the entire world. It's, um, it was my first experience of the Middle East. So I actually came here, I actually went to Jordan, I think. So it must have been about this time last year, March 2019. Um, me and a couple of friends were road tripping it. Actually, we were going from the southern point in Aqaba to the capital Amman. Okay. And uh, so I arrived in Akaba, got, um, got the flight there, and just um, a little bit of advice as well is that um, Akaba is actually a tax free city, so you don't have to pay a visa on entry. If you oh. arrive in a mountain, then it's uh, 40 pounds, roughly. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I-, I mean, Akaba's. Uh, so I arrived in Akaba and um, I met up with my friend who'd already arrived there. And uh, she had a friend with her who I who I believe she'd already met traveling um, in India. It was a guy called Mo, who uh, turns out great, great, uh, really great guy. I still still talk to him now. Um, so he he's from Aqaba, and uh, like I said, Aqaba is a um, it's a be- beautiful city. Like it's right on the on the tip of the Red Sea, uh, crystal blue waters, like really really nice weather, and it's wow. got these jagged mountains coming out right at the back oh, of it. Wow. Yeah, it's really, really interesting and um, super
0: picturesque then.
1: Yeah, oh like literally just the perfect uh entrance to the Middle East. It was my first experience in the Middle East. And uh and also I'd heard about it as well just uh as a history buff, uh, because it was captured by Lawrence of Arabia um during the First World War from yeah. the Ottoman Empire. So uh wow. big, uh, did, did big fan of it. Lawrence myself. Yeah, big fan of Lawrence myself. So um and so we'd spent, just basically just spent the day there in Aqaba, uh, we just chilled on the beach, relaxing, and in the night we, as I said, we'd um, said so say goodbye to Mo and we we drove up into uh, Wadi Rum Desert, so just a bit further north of Aqaba, and um, we, we arrived late at night, and so literally, I mean, it's, it's pitch black, you can't see anything, we... Um, To get to Wadi Rum, you have to arrive at the Wadi Rum village, and then a sort of Bedouin guide picks you up, takes you in a jeep, and takes you out into the desert. Um, And you stay in these little sort of huts and tents. They have beds and everything on them. There's running water as well uh, in some of them. Then so, but yeah, like I say, you can't see anything, but you can sort of make out these faint outlines of these really ominous looking mountains in the distance, but um, really like menacing looking and it's, it looks, it feels like you're on on the moon or something. And, um, and uh, the sky as well, I've got to say, it's like some of the clearest I've ever seen. It's really, really picturesque and uh, like, so many stars in the sky it's it's really really amazing amazing place and uh so i had a couple of um what they call Bedouin whiskey which is just really really sweet tea um oh I had lovely for that yeah really really sweet tea which you find all over the middle east um people mentioning in uh, bringing you in for tea um i went to sleep and i mean this was march at the time and i mean i gotta say if you're spending the night there, i don't maybe recommend going in march because it, it was it was freezing it, it, it was so jeez, oh, really yeah it was it was some of the some of the coldest nights i've had out uh in march
0: there, and... but then it gets quite hot during the day i imagine
1: uh, during us the day, well, Actually, well, in, in, when we were there, actually, uh, on the first, when we woke up, it was really sunny and we first got to get like a real lay of the land. And uh, so the sun was quite bright. It was in the morning. And I mean, yeah, I mean, at night it looks like the moon, but uh, during the day it looks like Mars. This like really red, um, red sand. Uh, I, it was filmed, I uh, believe, a location in the new Star Wars recently. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, given your uh, description, it would be a good place to record it. Yeah,
1: it's, it's just like this really red, barren landscape. But uh, it's really interesting, though. It's it's it's. I mean, it's great. It's a great, fascinating place. One of my favourite uh, in the world, actually. And uh, what we do so. You do a jeep tour. You go around and see various different rocks, and they take you out into the desert on a on a jeep. And um, and it actually rained out there. There were storm clouds out there. Really? The yeah, storm wow. clouds in the desert. Yeah, um, but that—I mean—that was pretty awesome in itself as well. Yeah, I
0: suppose it's not many people who can say that they've—they've they've been in a desert when it yeah. rained.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you, I mean, you can—you're standing sort of in one bit, and it looks kind of sunny, and you can see these really like thick, dark rain clouds coming towards you. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, How, actually, do you remember the costings for that for that excursion? And, and, uh, and
1: it, it the the jeep tour, I believe, was about. Oh, I've maybe test my knowledge here about 30 pounds each maybe um okay, but, in the region um, of yeah in the region of um but for a night in a, in the accommodation a tent i think for a tent for four actually turned out being something like 20 25 pound so maybe eight pound each or something like that
0: okay that's not too bad then
1: yeah yeah not to, not too bad at all
0: we're talking um, right right on that that sort of budget, that budget. Yeah, that yeah definitely, budget.
1: definitely, yeah, budget, because we, we were on a string budget as well. I mean, we rented a car, that was, that was great, but uh, otherwise we were holding on to our purse strings.
0: Yeah, that, that took half the budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> but I spent two nights there, and um, yeah, as I say, I, as you can probably tell, I, I mean, I loved it there. And um, I actually went back there uh, later on when I hitchhiked in the Middle East for a longer time, uh, which I'll talk about uh, a bit later and uh, so then we went on to um of course the most famous site in jordan which is the old city of petra which um which i mean there's i mean there's not really much to say say which hasn't been said really about about it it's an amazing amazing place carved into the rock yeah uh the the drive there as well was was amazing there was actually there was one point we were driving and um it goes quite high in Jordan through the mountains, and we ended up driving basically through the clouds, which was quite cool. and The an experience wow. I've never, never, never had before, which was really, really. What was awesome. it
0: like? Because I, I, I've just, just quick one on that. So I talk in episode one about my time in the in the Swiss Alps and how I drove literally into a cloud. Uh, I, I, there was, there was. Yeah. There was a cloud moving up, but between—no uh, pun intended—between the mountains, <laughs> up the pass. Yeah. Uh, the the cloud was moving up, and it was incredible. It, it was just you know, ominous blue sky everywhere except for this cloud coming up. Uh, was that similar to how it was for you?
1: It was really, really thick clouds actually up there. Like I was, mm. I did actually suggest saying maybe we should all get out and take a picture. But then I think yeah. the car actually came past. It wouldn't see us until until the. <laughs> So, it's so thick fog a it's fog. yeah it was like it was it was like really thick fog but we were high enough is that we could look down and see clouds beneath us oh wow uh, yeah it was really really awesome that's gorgeous really awesome so that was the drive through um wadi musa which is the it, it's where petra is and it's the little town of uh where petra is as well it translates to uh the valley of moses i believe
0: lovely yeah
1: and um
0: moses. We'll, we'll put his instagram down down below yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> It shows up quite a bit in Jordan, actually, in Jordanian history. Um, then, so I mean, we we basically we managed to find. Uh... suppose the only way to put it was a little shack basically to stay we found it online it was literally like 10 pounds a night to stay in or something but it was literally it was just outside wadi musan it was this awesome little little hut just at the side of the hill like right off this little dirt road um and like it it had a bed in it a little small kitchen and one shower as well i mean there were four of us so but there was you know so there was a lot of space and it was yeah it was great that was that was really really great because that was our own little area yeah um, and we yeah and um, yeah and we so the next time we went into we went into this town and, and in jordan people are so they're they're, they're so friendly they're, they're, they're some of the friendliest people i've ever met and we, we drove in and went for a five minute shopping trip which turned into about sort of two hours of people coming in say coming in drink tea with us come sit with us and and talk with oh, us brilliant yeah really really good local experience there
0: it's a really really nice culture, really welcoming yeah, and friendly.
1: Yeah, really 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 nice people.
0: I heard a quote about Tan- Tan- Tanzania. Um, I was listening to a, Ma- a Mount Kilimanjaro podcast actually, um, and they said uh, with Tanzania, you, you you go for the wildlife, you, um, but you return for the people. Is that a similar similar sort of thing with Jordan? Do you think?
1: Uh, yeah, I think that that's actually that's a brilliant quote. That actually, yeah, I think that's that's very very true of Jordan because I. I Almost all the only thing I'd heard about it was was really Petra, of course. I'm, I'm mean, a massive Indiana Jones fan myself as well, <laughs> so of course that was awesome to see. So uh, yeah, but the, the yeah that is really, really is spot on. is that some of the people I met in Jordan, like you know, the, I still, like I say, I still keep in contact with them now.
0: Oh, brilliant! Yeah, and it's nice to keep the endorphins running in and, and, and yeah, it's
1: when
0: mm. when you. When you you always go back to a place where you feel, you feel comfortable and happy, and and, and, yeah. and if people can do that, then then by all means, that uh, that'll take you back, when' it? So. Yeah,
1: exactly, and as well is that um because it was as I said the fir- my first experience in the Middle East as well is that yeah. it was nice, and refreshing that it was literally all the opposite of the headlines that you hear about the Middle East, and that was that of was course, yeah that was re- that was really nice to feel and absorb and be around.
0: Perfect. So, uh, where next?
1: um yeah so we were in we were in petra and then we we spent spent the night in our little shack and then we actually went over into the main part and petra petra is not just the treasury which is what the main instagram and everything posts are um it's a massive basically it is a city it's i spent two days there and you could easily spend another four another two days there four days altogether, checking everything out there because there's a lot there's a lot there
0: so and, you're talking two for the highlights, four to fully explore.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would say so, yeah. And um, so, yeah, the first day we saw the treasury and then we walked basically just straight up the mountain. Is there, like In Jordan, everything's, everything's sort of sandstone, I think that's the right term, sandstone, and everything you, every sort of rock you can grip on and you can climb, you can get really, really high. And because there's, I mean, most people aren't too bothered about health and safety over there either. So <laughs> if you don't fall, no one's going to say anything. So you could just we climbed up and there's a place called the um up the sacrifice point up in up in Petros, right above on the cliffs, and um oh, it's just uh, some um, um, amazing amazing views of these like really like jagged, jagged mountains that look like you know something off a dinosaur's back that are sticking out um black mountains it's really amazing landscape yeah um and so sort of on the way back from there this is this is one of my um this is always like you say you go come back for the people and this is one of the one of the highlights some of the best people i met uh, while i've been traveling All right. is uh, we were walking back sort of from the uh from the treasury walking back towards a car it's quite late and um we basically were called over by these two guys sitting in a cave smoking this massive hash joint and um and they were <laughs> They were, they were saying, come sit with us, come drink with us, and like, um, they, they were basically two cousins who, they were Bedwins who'd grown up in the caves around Petra. And um, we basically got talking to them, and they were very nice and very friendly. And they ended up coming back to um, to our place over at the night in, in the night, and we ended up ba- basically drinking with them all night and getting a really, really terrible hangover off this off this drink they have, which it basically tastes <laughs> like licorice. You get you get for all, you get forms of it all over the world. I think in Greece it's like ouzo ouzo, but here they called it arak. It's like basically like a sambuka. And oh, I yeah, I was it. gonna say. It was a horrible hangover.
0: Yeah, some, well, I mean, I know <laughs> Sambuco will do that to you. Yeah, so exactly. That's not good to how yeah, I know.
1: That's
0: it, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they, that, so brilliant people you met there then.
1: Yeah, they were great. So we, And then the next day as well, they came and we met up with us, uh, they met up with us again. And they took us through the mountains to um, the other most famous site in Petra, which is the monastery, which is uh this is built exactly like the treasury but it's up on the up on a hill and it takes about two and a half hours winding trails through the mountains uh, again these jagged black mountains but on this this time on the side they sort of at the very end you see the mountains drop off and they go it goes really really far down um and you can see the dead sea which is the lowest point on earth so as you can imagine it dramatically drops wow some Dramat- real real elevation yeah, there yeah like a real dramatic, they call it just dramatic isn't they? End. yeah it just drops straight down into this valley and then it goes out for ages flat flat and then you see the dead sea and then on on a clear day such as it was is that we could see israel over there which um, oh wow which picked up my journey about three months later over there and uh so that yeah that was amazing if you have time to explore petra I think you'd have to do the treasury and the sacrifice point on one day and take a whole nother day to do the monastery walk, but it's, it's definitely worth it.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Mm. Where, where to after Petra then?
1: Uh, from there we went on to, uh, we drove on to Amman and, uh, with sort of, we did the, we went to the Dead Sea, which I believe I went over in the last podcast, which is, is fun. You know, it it, it is fun, but in Jordan, you have to pay for almost all of the beaches. Um, We we didn't. We we basically climbed down this sort of I guess the best way to describe it was this trash heap of where there was like there were bits of rubbish <laughs> we We're like, We're not gonna pay. And we, we were basically sort of floating around like a crisp packet with crisp packets.
0: But it was still So cool. not not that not that we'd uh, not that we'd recommend doing that. But no, did no. you get caught?
1: Was, was the security quite no, high? No. I know, no one cared. We were on the other side of the fence from a hotel where everyone was sitting on a nice beach, so they weren't particularly bothered. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and if
0: you did want to abide by the rules, do you remember how much they were charging for, for, it, for it
1: was for the a, It was a lot. It was, it was about 25-odd dinar, which is about £27, £28. Oh, what, for yeah. the day? It was it was pricey, yeah, yeah. Just it's for any money. For it's a, a lot of money. It's a lot it of money, yeah, in, in Israel, they're on the beaches. They, they are they are quite a bit nicer as well by the looks of things. Uh, but they're free as well. You just have to pay for any chairs or whatever you sit on. But grab so um, onto Israel, then. Yeah, yeah. But the, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, sitting on the ground as well is, is really hot. I mean, it gets incredibly hot down there. Uh, God, yeah. But interesting fact, you can't get sunburn down there. So if you're only taking right. a day bag, you don't need any sun cream. Why? Is, why... Do
0: do we know yeah. why that is?
1: I, I I personally don't know, and I I just that's what I heard from on both sides of the of the Dead Sea. I I'm I'm gonna guess. My guess is that obviously it's the lowest point on Earth, so maybe the rays can't reach down there or something. But that, that is complete conjecture. I could have just made that up.
0: Yeah. Now I'd be interested to find out find out a bit more yeah. about that. But yeah, um. Yeah.
1: Sure, it well, is, I mean, it, uh,
0: hopefully if you're going to the Middle East anyway, you, you'd 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 bring sun cream in your bag just in case. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, yeah uh, you'd better, better. your
1: you're cook otherwise. That's interesting. Mm. Um, yeah. And then so from there, I, I, I think overall it was about six, six days I spent in in Jordan. I, uh, my final sort of memory of it on that first trip was uh was over at mount uh, sunset over at mount nebu where uh, moses again shows up and he's meant to be buried somewhere up there but no one knows where so that that was my first experience of jordan and uh, i mean as you can tell I, like i said i loved it and i just couldn't wait to get back which i did three months later
0: yeah absolutely absolutely so was was at the end of the the itinerary
1: uh, that was the end of the itinerary for the first uh, time. And the, uh, the second time was, I, I, I mean, I did do a similar sort of thing. I arrived in Aqaba again. I met up with Mo again. This time I arrived on a ferry from Nuweiba in Sinai in Egypt. I met up with Mo again, uh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, okay. again. spent a few days with him, and then I headed back to Wadi Rum Desert, where because... Um, I'd done a bit of research at home, and I was really interested in the Bedouin culture. And I really liked the desert. I I enjoyed the idea. I enjoyed it when I didn't have Wi-Fi, didn't have phone signal. It was quite nice and relaxing. So um, I'd agreed to spend sort of two weeks out there, uh, sleeping sleeping under the stars. And because the weather was a bit nicer as well, you could pull up a mattress and just sleep out on the sand. Oh wow! Uh, Which which was yeah great. Like some of the best night's sleep I've ever had.
0: I've got to ask, as someone who for a long time put off the idea of going to Australia, because my uncle told me when I was a kid that there are spiders that sit in the loo and bite your bum. Yeah. Uh, I've got to ask this question. What was the, what's the sort of insect situation when you when you're sleeping out in a mattress in, in the open uh, air?
1: It, well, the first night I, I I put my mattress up against the wall and um, when I when I woke up the one of the guys was laughing saying you shouldn't do that and was, and then I realized why is that obviously in the they morning, caught the wall. all the snakes and you know the scorpions will be attracted to the heat in the wall. So I of thought course. Oh, but he, he did he did tell me that basically that there are there aren't many like dangerous Uh, bugs and creepy crawlies out there I did have one terrifying looking one invading the girl's toilet which I had to wrestle out but uh, one big (laughs) big big bug and it had massive pincers and it it was not happy
0: I just have images I don't know if you uh, play games at all I've got images of Fallout 3 with you um, with you wrestling a sort of a four-foot high scorpion (laughs)
1: yeah uh, yeah it it felt like that it it did feel like that
0: But you saved the um, day, so I'm glad you did.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the um, it, yeah, so but like I said, the bugs wasn't the problem. It was uh, actually one. Uh, I, I mean, I never had a problem with them, but the stories I heard were the uh, the wolves are what you have to watch out Ooh. for, there are wolves in in Wadi Rum desert. And um, one night I woke up and and I, I was sleeping out on the sand, but another guy who was staying, he was uh, he was sleeping out on a bench. And I, I looked behind, and, and I swear I saw the one of the biggest looking dogs or something I've ever seen in my life. But I, I, it was—I it, mean, it was—it was huge. It was really, really big, and it was sniffing around him. But I—I I obviously thought I was—it was a dream—and went back to bed. Actually. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> and and then I woke up and I woke up in the in the morning I was like did that did that really happen and I, I spoke to him and he said I was sure there was something breathing behind me as well and later in the next few days um we went climbing in some of the rocks and the mountains surrounding where we were staying and we found sort of bits of bone and and like torn, torn up goats and things like that so wow. there was uh there was something out there
0: yeah, jeez. Well, I hope. I mean, when you say it like that, I hope it was just the wolf you have to worry about. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, sounds like a movie, and there's something out there.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was something, there was something out there, and you could hear dogs and and stuff barking, and I didn't. Like, every now and again, you did hear a howl.
0: Yeah. Well, before we get to some wrap-up questions, then is there anything else we need to know about Jordan?
1: Um. You've got uh, you've got to go. It's it's, it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that's just one thing you got to know is that you have to go. It's brilliant. Um, I, I I would also I would recommend as well. Like, I mean, personally, I like travel. Whenever I travel, I like travels like the locals do, I like to hitchhike. I like to get the buses. But um, Jord- but getting a car for this one for the first first time I did it was was really really a bonus because it, some of the roads are quite remote, so you can stop off really any way you want. And yeah. just sit down and have a picnic, or you know, take in the view with the, those, yeah, beautiful mountains. Wow.
0: Well, I mean, given the name of the podcast, I, I, I'm a little bit biased, but I think mountains are some of the most beautiful. Yeah, I think so. I, I, do.
1: <laughs> I, do yeah. I do that myself. Yeah, do that myself. Yeah.
0: So, what was one thing that surprised you the most about going to Jordan?
1: Um, to be honest, the friend the friendliness of the people. Like, I mean, I I've heard in in uh, obviously in, in a lot of Islamic countries and from a lot of other travelers as well, is that uh, uh, they everyone there is generally is quite nice. And then, but you always think that they you know, when you hear stories of niceness, it's that like someone's stuck or they're lost or something like that. But in, in Jordan, it's just like, they see you walking down the street and why well, I suppose I maybe didn't look out of the ordinary. I got a record, I got thought as Jordanian quite, quite a number of times, but my friends, they saw that we were travelers and that we were, you know, from somewhere else and they just wanted to talk to us. They they just wanted to, you know, share knowledge of the places that we live and yeah. you know the different lives that we have. And they, they, you know, even though some of them are quite poor as well, they what they want to give you as much as they can. They want to give you as much food. They want to give you as much tea. Um, and I, yeah, I found that throughout throughout Jordan that they they want to share what they have with you because they they would what the, the people with the least to often back. want to give the most, don't they? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, I think there's a there's a saying I heard. I I, I think I heard it in Jordan. It's that it's um it's a saying in Islam is that you give without remembering and you take without forgetting. So yeah, I think that's, that's quite a nice like sort of quote which sums up the region really.
0: And I and I think if you're from business, I think that applies massively as well. I I think yeah. that idea of of giving without expectation is a uh, it is is really really. It's just it's it's just a good thing to do, really. It you know, it's um, <laughs> too many people give with with the yeah. with a secret plan that they're going to ask.
1: <laughs> but I think as well, like um, I think as well, like I, I always think that people are sort of you know inherently they are they are quite nice, but they're also they're scared of being of, they're scared of the stranger as well. They're scared of being nice because they're scared of the stranger as much as the stranger is scared yeah. of the person who is yeah. who is giving giving something to them. So, I, given how
0: much you've You've bigged up the the nature and the people so much. I don't know what your answer will be to this, uh, but if you could relive one moment from Jordan, what would it be?
1: Uh, spending two weeks sleeping out under the stars in Wadi Rum desert. Uh, I think there's a theme with me is that if I have a cool place to sleep, I'm usually pretty happy. Uh, sleeping <laughs> in the stars out there was was really really great because the whole valley would be lit up by the moon, which is which is Wadi Rum's other name is Valley of the Moon, and oh, you know. Wow. Yeah, so I mean, I, I brought head torches with me, but it, I wouldn't need them because I was staying in this canyon, and the moon just lit up the whole canyon. It's just yeah, amazing place, amazing. So if you
0: could time your visit with with a full moon, then that that would be that would be oh, quite a good yeah, tip there.
1: Yeah, that would be yeah, because yeah, the full moon out there is is amazing. But see, I mean, I I, I actually preferred it when the moon was a bit sort was much sort of dimmer because then the stars are out more if the moon's out and it's bright the stars are out a bit less
0: oh, of course of course yeah. yeah i'm thinking about that now yeah i i think i i've grown up in the countryside so i i really, really like the stars so actually yeah. maybe and i don't mind a crescent moon either so maybe i'd go when there was a new moon and, <laughs> and go from there
1: but oh. crazy over there as well i bet
0: yeah Um, If you could do one thing differently, whether that's something you planned or or, or a way that you bought the visa or or, or something, what would you do differently?
1: I could do anything differently. And don't say
0: spend more time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really hard to say. Actually, you know what I would have done if I, I would have actually spent a little bit more time in Akaba doing some diving. Um, because, oh, okay. I, I mean, personally, I've, ne- I've never been. I've, I've never been. I would like to try it. But uh, Aqaba is meant to be really good for it. They have loads of um, sunk Apparently, there's sunken aircraft, sunken tanks you can go diving in. And it's great, great uh, wildlife as well, which I am, I am a massive fan of. Um, I know someone who saw a whale shark over there as well, which is pretty awesome. So I would go diving more, spend more time at the sea. And for
0: those listening as well, whale shark is quite a deceptive name. Whale sharks. um, I can't remember if they are sharks or actually whales. I think they're they're sharks, but they're very docile
1: yeah yeah they are they i mean you can swim uh, quite close to them and they they usually don't mind but um Start never touch one because, <laughs> because i've heard so many stories of people touching them and they flip their tail and it's like swatting a mosquito to them so they yeah. just bash you out the way and break every bone in your body oh, gotcha, so yeah, yeah. admire them from afar never touch them
0: yeah they're not dolphins Yeah,
1: exactly, yeah.
0: <laughs> they still have the phrase shark in their name yeah. <laughs> but so just keep leaving me yeah perfect and i'm gonna change um so the last last question is how would you sum up the trip but I, I, instead of asking you if you're gonna go again I, I think a good way to gauge how good it was is how soon would you go again so how would you sum up the trip and how soon would you go again
1: uh, it's, a, it's a tough this question is someone that asked me a lot because because I, I rate it so highly but i mean there's the thing is, there's always more to see and i, I went twice it's more the world there's always more countries to see there's more countries to go to maybe if i sort of i i knew i had a week and i wanted to relax and not some, do something too crazy maybe i'd head back to Aqaba, spend some time by the beach yeah yeah perfect.
0: and how would you sum it up as well just just some, some final thoughts on jordan
1: uh it's it beautiful i mean it's a beautiful country that's in every sense
0: of the word. And you know what? With, with everything you've said over the last uh, sort of twenty-five minutes, I think actually "beautiful" is, is is a overused but a well-used word there. Actually, yeah, yeah, you really, really so, yeah. it very well. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: um, yeah, great country, great, great country, great food, great people, everything.
0: Well, listen, Raj, thank you so much for coming on Between the Mountains and talking no about problem. Jordan.
1: Thank you for having me again. I really enjoyed it.
0: I'll see you in the next one.
1: (laughs) Thank you. See
0: you soon. Really, really enjoyed that episode and hopefully you did too. I just thought I'd say at the end, uh, I am now fully set up on Twitter, Instagram and on email. So if you want to get me on BTM Travel Pod, that's my username for Instagram and Twitter. Also, if you want to come on the show, if you've got questions, queries, corrections, you are more than welcome to email at btmtravelpod at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening to the show and we'll see you in the next one.